You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. On this episode, we are highlighting the new initiative, the Success Coach Program over at Purdue Global. And joining me to explain what that is and what that means is Karen McGregor and Ashley Flood. Ladies, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Great. We're Good. happy to be here. Yeah, awesome. thanks for having us. Yeah, I'm glad to have you on. This is an exciting new initiative you guys have started up there. Uh, excited to hear more about it. We're going to jump into that in just a minute. But before we do that, let's let our listeners and viewers get to know you a little bit more first, uh, kind of with a brief introduction. Just kind of explain maybe uh, where you grew up, uh, what uh, university you attended, and then how you ended up at Purdue Global. Karen, we'll start with you. Okay, thank you, Adam. So my name is Karen McGregor, and um, I'm the Executive Director of Student Success at Purdue Global. And I am from Midland, Michigan, so I live in Midland, um, which is a theme that you'll pick up on pretty soon. Um, I went to, for my undergrad, I went to Eastern Michigan University, and I also did my um, master's degree there. And then I did my doctoral work at uh, Michigan State University in the Higher Adult and Lifelong Education Program, HALE is what it's called. And um, so I have a smattering of Michigan education experiences. I've also worked at Wayne State University before coming to Purdue Global. Awesome. And how about you, Ashley? Perfect. My name is Ashley Flood. I am the manager of the student success coaching team here at Purdue Global. And I uh, went to my undergrad at Saginaw Valley State University, and I'm working on my graduate degree right now from there, getting that early May. So I'm very excited for that and uh, have, a his, or, um, have experience in both success coaching and in the K-12 world. So I'm very excited to be here at Purdue Global. That's awesome. Well, welcome again uh, for joining the podcast. It's really exciting. Uh, as I, uh, our friend Matt Oates was telling me about this program and to sound like something that I thought really should be featured on the podcast, especially just with the wide range of uh, listeners and viewers I have and just have gotten a, the opportunity to feature Purdue Global several times. So I just want to you know, get this word out there for people who might be looking for uh, a program like this to help them out. So let's jump into that. Let's first of all, just introduce what the Success Coach, Success Coach Program is is and why you're launching this. Okay, so I'll take this question. Um, so success coaching is an emerging field in higher education. And when we look at the adult learners that Purdue Global is servicing and we serve, you know, that's our mission is to help adults meet their educational needs. You know, we know that adult learners are busy people and we know that, you know, when they struggle, it's usually not because of academics. And so that is to say that when they leave us, they tell us on surveys, like the classes weren't hard. It was just hard fitting school into my already busy life. Mm. And so you kind of have to like empathize or sympathize or just understand that that's what's going on with them. And so success coaching is an opportunity for us to kind of humanize that online education experience, help students navigate. I mean, navigating any educational institution is difficult. And if we're not, I'm not saying that like Purdue Global is hard to navigate. I'm just saying when you're busy, you don't have time to figure out like, where do I go for this? Or who do I see for tutoring? Or how do I get signed up for this? You really need a point of entry and somebody who can kind of be your person, be your concierge to help you get to the services that you need. And so the success coaching sort of sits in between a lot of other success services that we offer at Purdue Global to make sure that the students who need them most are getting them. Yeah, for sure. And then talk about the importance of this. And these, you kind of, I know you touched on this just a minute ago, but the goals of this for the students and getting the word out to them so they know this is available to them. So, you know, initially we have 
asking you to talk a little bit about it, but initially we have six coaches starting. And so, you know, and then as we grow the program, we'll have more and more. And so we'll be able to offer our services to more and more students. And that's the goal is to have the capacity to serve all students who need this level of support. So, you know, our first goal for our first team is really to kind of get their feet wet, get build the program, build the tools out and build the support structures and the campaigns to go about and say, okay, if a student is on probation, what touches do they need? If a student's taking a leave of absence, how can we help them have a, you know, a happy return or welcome them back to Purdue Global? And so we're kind of thinking through some of these things, working with our partners and other service providers to figure out how do we support students the best we can. Right on. And you, you mentioned the six coaches have been hired already. Is there an ultimate goal of how many or is that limitless based on student need? Well, I would love for it to be limitless based on student needs. And I think that that's something that the institution is committed to as well. So, um, you know, when we get started and we're starting with these groups of students, coaches, we're going to be kind of testing to see how many students they're able to serve and at what capacity they like what their ratio should be. Because, you know, these are some things that are unknown with our population and with this new initiative. Right on. And Ashley, you're, as the manager of the student success coaches, talk about the process of selecting them and how and how that process works. Absolutely. So we um, we look for applicants all over the country, and so we don't uh, discriminate based on where you're located. And obvi obviously, we would love to have coaches in all parts of the U.S. But for right now, we're just looking for the best candidates out there. And so we put that job posting out there and. We pull through a very competitive applicant pool and pick some of the best candidates to move forward in interviews. And the first interview that we have is just a video interview where they record themselves and send it along with us. And then we bring them in for an actual interview with our panel. And so that's kind of the process on how we select our success coaches. And it's a it's a very intensive process, but I mean, it's exciting and we make it fun along the way. That's awesome. You, we mentioned the six hired so far. You don't have to break down every single person, but it's Talk about where these people are from. I assume they're not all from Indiana, right? They're from all over the country so far. Yeah, we have a Midwest and Eastern coast right now. So we have some some success coaches in South Carolina, in uh, Maryland. We have some in um, uh, Missouri and Indiana, yeah. Illinois. I think I hit them all. <laughs> that's cool. And then talk about, I mean, that's got to be the beauty of uh, an online university like Purdue Global that all these people don't have to be in West Lafayette, Indiana. They can be anywhere and connect online with the students who also are all over the all over the world, right? Absolutely. And that's the beauty of this program. We're just working on connections and that personalized, individualized piece for our students. That's cool. And I, then, I, echo that. I think that is one of the coolest things about Purdue Global because we're not location bound for our staff and our faculty. We are able to just pull in some really like killer talent and so, you know, part of it, you know, when we were doing the hiring for that, we were hiring, we like, there were so many really great candidates. And so when we were, when we were selecting, you know, we tried to go for a range of experiences of somebody who worked in human services and kind of like working with supporting people um, with domestic violence and somebody else who's really kind of specialized in working with students who are neurodiverse and somebody who's really worked in housing and kind of like that day-to-day -day living with students. And so we have like this wide spectrum of experience in our staff um, that that will, number one, help us support the students. But, you know, we were very, I mean, we, we, we can be choosy because we can be and because the talent pool is so good. And yet 
you know, there were so many other really great candidates. So if you are listening to this and you applied before, consider applying again if you see another posting because, you know, you know, team one, we really were looking for the right type of architect and someone who wanted to build something out. But, you know, there might be other candidates that would be, you know, would have been great, but just we just didn't have the space to start them on the first team. Yeah. And expand on that, uh, what you're talking about, the, the, the uh, diversity of these success coaches, because, you know, when I first heard about this, I thought, you know, my first thought was, oh, there's to help them with their classes and kind of help them succeed in the, you know, the university program itself. But this is, you know, goes beyond just their, their studies, right? This is, you know, life as well, helping them with life situations. I would say that, you know, and I can have Ashley talk a little bit about the training and that went into like how to prepare people to help the students with their lives. But, you know, when it comes to um, working with um, adult learners, you know, we know that there's multi, there's multiple things going on in their lives. And so really, and just to know that the Purdue Global Student is a lot of these students are trying to the first generation college students. Um, and so, or people who, you know, are Pell eligible, which is sometimes a stand in for, you know, your socioeconomic status. And so we just know that like you're gonna, like students might be likely to struggle with some things beyond their academics. And so, you know, even since starting, you know, you hear somebody who um, broke up with her boyfriend and no longer has a place to live. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody whose computer was seized because, um, you know, you know, it was part of like a, a, a breakup as well. So now she doesn't have a computer or, or you might have somebody who is experiencing homelessness on, you know, and so you're looking at like these problems that, you know, they're a little bit more like social services than they are like academic advising. And so it's really kind of trying to figure out how we can be, you know, best in class basic needs support along with kind of aligning our services along with kind of using like our resources smartly so that we're able to reach more students. And so that's kind of how we've, um, positioned this is kind of fitting in between some of the other services that are offered and really kind of helping dial in and help students who's having a crisis mm-hmm. uh, reach the services that they need to be successful. And that might be internal services like tutoring or financial aid or federal work study, or that may be external sources like let's help you find a food pantry or let's help you um, get SNAP benefits or something like that where you can then you know have more bandwidth to focus on your education. So that's what we're doing. And so yeah. maybe Ashley can talk about the robust way that you train a staff of people to do that work because we've really worked hard on that. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll just dive in a little bit of the training background. So obviously the very diverse backgrounds of our coaches plays a role in this, right? We have students or we have coaches who are ex- very experienced in success coaching, working in academic advising, being student facing, but also working for nonprofits and at community colleges, bridging the gap for high school seniors into that collegiate atmosphere. And we have experience working with students specifically with neurodivergencies. And um, all of the all of the qualities that they bring to the table are going to make them a very successful team and being able to tap each other when they have specific questions that they know that their teammates also are is in their expert area. And so when we were designing this training, we were really being very intentional with it. And we wanted to make sure that there's a lot of there's always a lot of moving parts for any new job. And so we wanted to make it structured in a way that would be accessible for the success coach and make them feel very prepared and confident moving into their student meetings. We wanted them to be ready for any situation and know that they had resources around them. So when we were developing it, we made sure to connect with 
connect them with Purdue Global Resources, so all sorts of departments across campus. They know where to refer students to and how to get referrals back and how to support those students and make sure that their referral is successful and that student is not being dropped from department to department. That was one of our main things that we wanted to accomplish. We also were able to bring subject matter experts into our training because we wanted them to have very in-depth basic needs and mental health training. And so we wanted to rely on the experts to deliver that information. So we are able to have some partnerships in that arena as well. That included making this or having the coaches go through different scenarios, scenario-based training, so that they would be prepared for any situation that they will come across when they meet with a student. So the examples that uh, Karen mentioned a little bit earlier, those were part of the scenarios that we had worked with the success coaches on and just made sure that they had that experience before it's real life for them. And so there's also ongoing training. We're really hitting uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging very hard. And so we, are, we will have ongoing support and training from that office as well. And we just really want them to, when they're working with their students, they're assessing the situation. They're one, making those relationships with our students because that is one of the positive factors of students persisting, right? Having that one person, whether, or multiple people who really genuinely care about what they, about that student, about them. They're not just another number. They want them to be successful. They want to see them get to graduation. That's what we're here. Our team goes above and beyond to meet the needs of our learners and make sure that we have everything in place for our learners to be successful. And so that's just, it's an amazing thing. And it gets me very excited. And I'm so you know, looking forward to everything our department is going to do and that our success coaches are going to accomplish moving forward. Wow, that's awesome. Sounds like you guys are thinking of everything. And that's huge because, you know, Karen, you mentioned like homelessness or somebody loses access to a computer. Like, imagine this This program's got to be huge for somebody who's thinking, well, it's, I just can't do it anymore. I, you know, maybe these coaches come alongside them and just really encourage them to, to not give up or try to find other ways to give them access, right? I mean, that's got to be huge for, you know, keeping students to have a, you know, to finish this successfully. So I think that, I mean, that's, that's really like, you nailed it. Like it's to be able to figure out like what can help the students finish it successfully. And, you know, we looked at, like I was saying earlier, we looked at our own data. We looked at national data. We looked at other really great programs. Um, you know, uh, Amarillo College in uh, Amarillo, Texas, uh, Dr. Russell Lori Hart, uh, fangirl. So if you're listening, great. Uh, <laughs> You know, he really talks about like loving students to success. And so it's like, okay, well, let's take a page out of that book because that's what we really want is to let the students know, feel seen and heard and that they belong and that they have the support that's needed. A lot of times when you have a first generation student or somebody who's, you know, already supporting a bunch of other people, either financially or, you know, you know, in a parenting role, like who's supporting them? And so the answer is the success coaches will support them. You know, there's other really great programs that have we that we kind of um, like we have admire. So like um, the, the the college at Cooney of New York, they have an ASAP program, which is like it, it gives them coaching and resources. And so we're trying to think about like how can we take like the best of all of these programs that are across the, the country and say, okay, how what makes sense for our students? How do we adapt and adopt this to make it? the best possible experience for our students in this context, in this time today. And so that's really what we've been working on. And Ashley's like, it's so exciting. This is like, it's 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 so exciting. And it's like such a passion project for just everybody that I encounter at Purdue Global. It just really is excited to just 
bring in this to support this to support us and like whatever our department's thinking about whether it's from the technology department to research to everybody has just kind of said yes whatever you need or whatever you think are really kind of looking to us for like let's do this which is so refreshing in higher education that's so cool and this program has just been rolled out recently is that correct or about to be rolled out so the success stages are you know today this week this is when they you know we we started them at the beginning of the year so they started uh, the first week of January. Yeah. And so, you know, with, through the robust training and through just sort of like just building as we go towards the end, and then they started, one of the ways that we got them started in, in the in the faces of students is to create an early imprint experience for students during orientation. So we have them in some sections of orientation. So they're not in all sections of orientation. That would be like a, 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 a goal squad goals is to get them into every orientation session. But that way they can imprint with the student and they can kind of be there from the beginning. And just, you know, the orientation coordinators know which students probably are gonna need a little hand holding through that first semester. And so we can kind of create those partnerships and kind of create that, okay, here's your person moment for our students. But then as this has been going on, this their success coaches have begun meeting with students. And so this is where we're trying to get them in front of is, you know, the students to kind of this exists, but then we're going to start doing some specific campaigns, reaching out to students on academic probation or students who are taking a leave of absence to say, hey, what, how can we help stabilize you and how can we help you move forward in your programs? Gotcha. Okay. And how, how many students are enrolled at Purdue Global? Um, it varies, but roughly 35,000 is the number. So, and, and, you know, I don't know if, if we're going to ever have like a you know, 20, 200 to one ratio or something like that for this, because, you know, not every student needs this level of intensive coaching. And so, you know, I don't know what ratios we'll end up with, but, you know, the goal is, like I said, we're going to be bringing on 18 additional coaches, you know, sometime April, May timeframe, and then we'll sort of test it, see how they're doing, you know, kind of build it and see, you know, where do we need more? Where could we, you know, there might be some movement of it, but that's really kind of what we're looking at. Cool. And you just mentioned, you know, possibly hiring of 18 more. What are some other maybe next steps for the program? Well, hiring 18 <laughs> is a big next step. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So I think that looking for, you know, one of the things that we are looking out for is looking towards increasing our experiences for students who are coming in with zero transfer credits, increasing the experiences for, you know, and like kind of looking at holistically the experience of our military students, students who are coming to us for, through partnerships, um, like B2B partnerships or partnerships that are coming from businesses. So when a business has an employee benefit program, they would send them to Purdue Global. And so really kind of looking at how do we like look at the specific needs of these pockets of populations and then how do we we serve them better. Yeah. Um, so I think those are some some areas that, you know, it, it, we're also looking at aligning the services, you know, so like just making sure, you know, that students are able to like get to the tutoring and get to the, you know, get to the resources and those types of things. So, you know, kind of looking at that student journey and, and looking for points of improvement or points of, um, you know, making like taking away some bottlenecks or paths of resistance. And so really kind of closely inspecting what's, yeah. what is that experience and then helping figure that out. That's cool. Yeah, I imagine with any new initiative, there's always learning curves in the first several months of the program. So, but it sounds like you guys are off to a, a flying start here, and just you guys, it seems like you have thought of everything. But like you said, you'll you'll learn some things here as 
things start off. For uh, Ashley, for anybody who's listening to this podcast or hears about it some way or another uh, about the Success Coach program, uh, for a, a student, a current Purdue Global student, where do they go if they want to find out more information? We have a website and we have an email that is open for any uh, student who is looking for support. We will not turn anyone away. Um, we are focusing on specific groups right now with our the capacity that we have with our first team. But as we continue building teams, we will be looking out um, and growing the groups of students for whom we can serve. And um, right now we're really focusing on um, bachelors of science in psychology and in business administration. And so that's kind of our, our, um, our gold nugget right now. But like I said, we will always take anyone who is, who is wanting and interested in coaching. So I can get that email for you and we can, um, you know, send that out with the podcast if that works. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, anybody watching this episode on our Fox 59 or CBS four website, they can always just scroll down. I can provide those links in the article as well for people to easily uh, find those as well. So yeah, and think, just go ahead. I think that, you know, one of the things that is, I, you know, we're starting, so we're going to be very reactive. So I'd say the next level for us is where we can get to a more proactive level where we can use, you know, some, you know, course behavior and just looking at when students are doing things and be like, okay, this student's starting to struggle before they even know it. And, you know, not to be creepy, but just to be like, once that like it's easier to support somebody at the beginning of their problem than, you know, later in the problem when they have, you know, some academic baggage, it takes them more money. Like all of these things are harder to overcome than if we can get to them sooner. And so I would say like, that would be sort of like where we can move from where students are self-referring and, you know, this point where we're just kind of at this limited engagement and make it so that it's large enough to serve the whole population. Awesome. Hey, as we're wrapping up this podcast, anything that I haven't asked that you want to make sure to add? Um, well, I feel like we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about our awesome leadership. I mean, we have some cool leadership. Um, Frank Dooley, who is our chancellor, really has um, championed the success work. Um, we have really great vice presidents and um, the person I report to, Jennifer Lasseter, she is really great and supportive in just thinking about and thinking through some of these details. And so if we thought of everything, it's because our village has helped us think of everything. And so I would say that like, this has been a very supportive and really cool and innovative, fast moving environment to work in. And I'm, I, I moved quickly. So, <laughs> so sometimes, I mean, if, it, if we're gonna call that a, a, a impatient, maybe somebody <laughs> might say, but. So it's like, so it's very exciting to just be in a place with other people who want to move quickly, who want to kind of remove barriers and who are really focused on the mission of supporting adult learners. It's just, it feels really good to be with in this sort of space. Yeah. Yeah. Frank is certainly doing a, a terrific job uh, leading the way up there. Well, I just want to echo everything that you just said, Karen. I mean, our experience has just been nothing short of amazing. And just the support that we have felt has really made this initiative take off. And we wouldn't be here with, without everyone supporting us. So we are very infinitely grateful. Awesome. Yeah, but especially, I would say that that was one of the remarks that the coaches have felt this entire time. Mm -hmm. Every week actually has like them do our little reflection. And they talk about how they feel and they feel supported or jazzed or just excited to begin this work. And I think that's how they feel embraced and they feel valued because this is such a valuable proposition for our institution. So it's so exciting. 
Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And anybody who's just listening to this, maybe is not watching this episode on the website and just listening on a normal podcast uh, platform. Uh, just a simple thing. If you, yeah. you're driving, uh, you know, purdueglobal.edu, you can stumble your way upon all this information on there as well. Um, just in case you're trying to easily uh, find anything Purdue Global related, that is the website. Ladies, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to talk to me today to talk about this new initiative that's uh, really exciting. And I can't wait to just hear how it continues to grow and succeed. Thank you. Thank is you this when we say boiler up or? Yes, boiler up. <laughs> All right, we're ready. All right, good job. Thank you. All right, take care. A reminder, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Full Steam Pod, and you can find the full video interviews on the Fox 59 and CBS4 website. You can also listen to, subscribe, like, and or comment on the podcasts on all the major podcast platforms, including now on Amazon Podcasts as well. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.